Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Eight oh six. Welcome back, T to Green. On for our number two. We always do it for the weeks of the majors. It's U.S. Open week. It's Father's Day weekend. We figured why not double the fun here on T to Green. Brian Colziel with you, Kevin Sylvester as well, and PGA Pro Jeff Metis from Glen Oak Golf Course, where we are broadcasting live here today in Amherst. I want to thank Steve Beatty from Custom Turf for joining us last segment. If you uh, missed that interview, we'll have. All of our show up on our on-demand section online, WGR550.com, a little bit later this morning. Thank you for being with us. Tee to Green on WGR, of course, and on Tee to Green Facebook. Hello for those of you watching there. Tee to Green is presented by the Western New York PGA. We'll, as you heard, we'll get our Western New York PGA tip of the week here coming up in just one moment. Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome. we got a giveaway coming up on that shortly. Michelob Ultra, Custom Turf, and our home clubs, Fox Valley, Tantera, and Briarwood. Uh, before we get more on the U.S. Open, let's get to our Western New York PGA tip of the week. It's brought to you by the Western New York PGA. And you're seeing a lot this week at Shinnecock Hills at the U.S. Open, a lot of the runoff areas around the green, which means kind of a, a tighter lie. Yep. And for some, that's a really scary shot, Jeff. Mm-hmm. You've got that runoff area around the green. You're not necessarily in rough. Because, you know, we've, we've talked about that shot before. What do you do? You're on fairway length, Chris. Yeah. yeah. What do you do chipping out of rough around the green? We've talked about that. But what about when you're kind of, you have that, a fairway lie, but you're right next to the green? What are some of the thoughts there? Because I think for some people, they're thinking instantly about worrying about blading it. You know, I, some people like to have that grass there, I know, just to kind of brush through it. But when it's a lie that's a fairway lie right by the green, what are some of the thoughts you should have? Well, what you're seeing at the U.S. Open is a lot of a lot of chipping runs over hills and stuff too, which over True. the mounds, which is a very difficult shot. Um, typically, the sand wedge, the bounce on the sand wedge, is actually going to help you once you learn once you learn to use the bounce correctly on your sand wedge. That actually helps you uh, with a little bit of misses. The shots you're seeing today, though, is what I suggest for a lot of people is don't throw the ball in the air if you don't need to. So don't hit the shot any higher than you need to. When you look at these players, they're hitting it low and bumping it into the hills. Take a seven iron out if you're not. Kind Take a club out that you're confident with. What's important is being able to control your trajectory when you hit those shots. So if you can control your trajectory with the 7-iron and bump it into a hill or roll it up onto the green, that's a much better way to play. If you're uncomfortable with that lob wedge or whatever, first of all, you should probably get a lesson. And you just there's some simple things you can do to, to help make that easier. But if until then, what you want to do is take a 7-iron and, and use that and get in your putting stance almost. So set up, get your feet you know, square. A lot of people open up too much on their short game shots. So I see a lot of people, you know, you should you tend to aim a little bit left with short pitches and stuff. I see a lot of amateurs aiming 45 degrees left, you know, so they're far too open. It creates an, a, a difficult angle back to the ball that way, and, and you're not set up to properly hit it. So get squared up. Take your 7-iron or an 8-iron or a club you're comfortable with. Choke up a little bit. Get a little closer. And the thing I like to do is get the heel of the club off the ground a smidge. Mm-hmm. That'll prevent it from grabbing. And it'll also help you hit the ball a smidge towards the toe, which will deaden that shot as it comes off the club face. So if you've gone to the practice screen and tried to chip and run with a 7-iron, sometimes they kind of jump off hot and it's a little hard to control the distance. Get that heel up a smidge. Get a little closer. Choke up and, and hit a smidge off the toe, and it'll come off beautifully and roll like a putt would. 
that's a great way when you're when you're not comfortable hitting a shot to go and hit a much better shot. And anytime you don't have to throw that ball in the air and hit it high, you never see a tour player, you know, he's got 40 yards of green, he doesn't lob it to the pin. He gets it on the green as soon as possible and gets it rolling. It's a much easier shot to hit close. Your margin for error is much bigger. We, we I was watching on the broadcast uh, on, on Fox that uh, Brad Faxon was showing the shot from the bottom of a runoff area and your different options. And he used a wedge, he used like a seven, he used a hybrid two, and he used a putter, and he kind of showed, you know, hey, there's a whole different variety right. of shots here. And, and he was saying, too, he goes, depending upon who the, the pro is will determine what kind of shot, but he goes, it also determines upon, you know, is the roll-up area, is it bumpy, is it smooth, whether or not you might choose to putter on. He goes, you're, you're going to see a whole different variety of shots this week at Shinnecock, and, and we've seen it so far. We've seen a whole b- bunch of different kinds. And, and to me, that's what makes it fun. You know, we're trying to create more runoff areas here at Glen Oak, so you have those options to hit shots. Instead of just putting the wedge in your hand and lobbing it up there, it does give you a chance to be creative and hit a shot you're comfortable with. But there's a shot where if you're going to bump it into the hill and try to roll it up on top of those greens, if you can't control the flight of your golf ball, how high it's going to come off your face, it'll be very difficult to judge how far you're hitting it. So that's why I like to take less loft. You know, the Texas wedge, you know, my father puts from 40, 50 yards off the green. Some people laugh, but he hits it close, and, and he's learned to hit that shot. Shot I should have hit on nine yesterday. <laughs> oh, nothing. Well, no, I no, you know, it, so no. It, interesting because, um, yeah, you think about those shots. It's fifty yards and uh, upslope, and I'm like, I could bump it in there, and I elected to try to carry it off the use the backslope as a backstop and carry it too far, and then. Pfft, dead balls dead and i'm like oh. typically when you loft it in the air that's yeah. the hardest shot if you yeah. go to you've been to tour events and when you watch a tour player hit a wedge from 100 yards it doesn't go that high no, does they, it? they hit a lower trajectory they flight it one hop two hop stop right. that's what they're looking to do and you see you know we'll see the players around the club here and they'll they'll be you know they got 60 yards and they hoist it as high as they can in the air and they think that's that's not the proper way to approach it you know you think you got a wedge in your hand you have to hit it high that's not true no yeah yeah you typically if you have to carry a bunker, then you got to play it high. But even then, not, it depends on the distance with that. And, and, you know, I like what you said about margin for error, Jeff. I think that's important for people to realize because I think too often uh, we amateurs look at shots and be like, well, I've got, uh, I've got 110 yards, and that's a – man, if I, if, I, if I nut the sand wedge, I'm there. Mm-hmm. Right. How often do you do that? You don't, right? I mean, it's, you have to hit it perfect. How often do you hit it perfect? Two percent of the time. Well, you'll never. I'm talking see, about amateurs here, yeah, right? right. You never so. see good players swing very hard at, at uh, irons or shorter shots. You know, there's there's shots you try to hit hard, but you know, if I can hit a six instead of a seven, why? You know, well, I'm going to swing in control. But try that today when you go out and play. Go if you're if you're warming up around the putting green or whatever, get a little closer, choke up on the club, somewhat of a putting stroke. You can even bow your wrist up a little and get that heel of the of the seven iron off the ground and hit a few chips, and, and I bet you'll have success. Those runoff areas will definitely be a part of maybe who ends up winning this. Who can get up and down we we've talked about that quite a bit dustin johnson's done an excellent job of doing that one feature that i was interested um when i heard the explanation of on the broadcast they said the usga is actually around the bunker area they thought on some of these holes in the past they've shaved it down so that the ball would always run off into the bunker well they said because pros are so good out of the bunker that they've actually left sometimes that little lip so that the ball actually stays kind of in that rough area around the green because they think that for the pros that might be a more tougher shot than necessarily a perfect lie in the middle of the bunker. There was a good example of that in the broadcast on Thursday where Tiger was in a difficult spot and he was trying to get it into the bunker on the hole. They, they, they were saying...
Great shot if you could get in one of those bunkers. He didn't achieve it. But, yeah, so you'll you'll definitely, if you're in some of these situations, the best spot is often to hit it in the bunker because you can control the spin out of the bunker. You can control your trajectory as long as you have a good line. If, you know, good players are pretty confident and competent from bunkers. Well, especially in par fives when they're trying to reach in two, they'll, they'll aim to carry a bunker, and if it doesn't carry the bunker, they're in the bunker. Yes, not fine a with it. Yeah, not yeah. not a problem. Yeah, they're going to get up and down almost half, the, probably about half the time at least. So depending on the lie, you know, a good lie and a short bunker shot, you're going to get up and down much more frequently. The shot you do want to avoid is that 40 to 50 yard bunker shot, hardest shot in golf, yeah. even for the best players in the world. You know, I talked to when I was coaching college teams. That's the sh- that's the layup you want to avoid is is being in that that 40 to 50 yard bunker shot range. There's no one who's proficient with that. So, yeah, no doubt. Our Western New York PGA tip of the week. Brought to you by the Western New York PGA. If you want more information on how to get yourself going in golf, if you've got a uh, child that maybe wants to get going, or any age, Western New York PGA uh, website is wnypga.com. Speaking of which, I think you could still can you still sign up for Drive Chip and Putt? Ooh, I don't. I, I, I don't know. You I know just, what? I, my, they advertised just, it on the on the broadcast. Okay, so I they just, must be able. To I just sell. registered my uh, youngest if, for that. If you did, then you can. Yeah, I know they're getting close. I mean, we. I think we have. There's hundreds and hundreds of kids that do this. It's it's yeah. really neat. It'll be here. Actually, we're looking forward to it. We're having it here. Yeah, and our. Uh, you're having. A, are you our, having a? Uh, it's a regional one. You're it's, having a regional. It's not thing the local right? one. Yeah, we're having a regional. Yeah, it's like round two essentially. Round two, you're having. And we're also having the regional for the PGA Junior League here. Awesome. Yep. Yeah, that's very cool. Um, speaking of the PGA Junior League, I know I would know this just because my son's involved in it, is that um, the Tuesday of International Junior Masters Week, and we'll talk about this next week when we're at Easter Raw, they're having a, they always have their kids' day. Part of it is they have the PGA Junior League players there. They're going to get to play some, too. Mm, that'll so that'll be fun. be fun. Cool. The course might be tough for them. <laughs> it's tough for everybody. That's right. It's true. <laughs> yeah. It's a challenging golf course. But It's uh, a fun golf course. We're looking to play. forward to going there next week for East yeah. Aurora. I'll tell you, the 18th tee shot's not an easy tee shot at East Aurora Country Club. It is not an easy tee shot. Well, the 18th here is not an easy tee shot either. I think if it, it just, 18th here at Glen Oak, you still have to make a decision off this tee. Correct? Just, I think you just whip driver out. You're trying to hit it in two. Yeah, you could do that now. We got rid of some of the trees and stuff. And uh, Yeah, but you got to carry a hazard. Well, yeah. You're right? Yeah, sort of. Yeah. Okay. Kind of. Oh, you mean for your second shot? I'm, I'm talking on the, the tee shot here. Yeah, you carry your crick. And you got to, yeah. It's from the back tees, it's 298 to run out through the fairway. What is it from the members' tees, if you will, the blue I, I, tees? I haven't know? played there yet. So okay, sure. well, well <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> well, yeah, I, yeah. I, I haven't played that much. But, That's you know, the, the, the problem, the, the, the challenge is, and you mentioned because, you know, it's hard to believe – uh, Western New York, we don't. Have, we need some rain. We do, right? We need rain. Um, I kind of like it because I haven't cut my grass in two weeks. But we do need some rain. The you could run out because of the angle into the pond. You could, yeah, if you're a long right. hitter, yeah. So the, yeah, you need to know how far you're hitting, as you would with any shot. But the hole, the hole has many options now, so you, you can hit. It, you, you have a lot of ways you can play that hole now. As you said, there's a, you can hit driver, you can hit hybrid, you can do a lot of things. You can go for it in two. You can lay up. There's a million places you can lay up. Robert Trent Jones uh, designs nice golf courses, and he gives you a lot of options. And one of the things I, I think I I've heard of him, he yeah, decent. And uh, the thing that's really nice, I mean, the tees and the green complexes are are really really cool here. So that's what I've enjoyed about the golf course, no doubt. Uh, seven, or excuse me, eight eighteen here on WGR. We're live at Glen Oak Golf Course in Amherst with PGA Pro Jeff Metis, Kevin Sylvester. I'm Brian Coziel. Uh We've talked about Father's Day giveaways. We've got a couple to get to here, so let's uh, let's get going here. Let's 
Should we? We're talking about Glen Oak, the golf course. Should we uh, start off with that, Jeff? Yeah, we'll give a foursome away. Look All at right. that! Yeah. All right, wow! Foursome to uh, bring your dad. Glen well, Oak. The, you won't be able to get out tomorrow. No, sorry yeah. about that. <laughs> T-shirt <laughs> might be full on Father's Day. That's right. <laughs> we're full every day. Okay, yeah. here's our first Father's Day giveaway. We'll go fifth caller at eight oh three oh five fifty. A foursome here to Glen Oak. So give Derek a call back in our studio. Uh, get your name, address, number. Derek will get that from you. Fifth caller gets a foursome to beautiful Glen Oak here at 803-0550. That's awesome. That's really Thank cool. you, Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. I'm such a great guy. Yeah. Appreciate it. <laughs> I mean, what a, well, what a cool thing to win for your dad. Well, it's, you right? know, yeah, if you haven't played here, it is a nice place to play. It's, a, it's an enjoyable day. We've Even got, if you have played here, it's a nice place yeah. to play. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you see the story about the – By the well, way, real quick, on this, sure. I was talking to my buddy who was at a tea time. Where, that's why I was a little later today, guys. Um, one of the reasons. But anyways, he, he's, uh, he used to play elsewhere, and he says, I play here now. Excuse me, I really like what they've done. So just well, thank you. Uh, yeah, yeah, we've heard a lot of com- a lot of good comments this year, and it's we're just getting started. We're we're brand new, and uh, just every year we're going to make it a little bit better. Well, for those that might be saying, "Hey, what's what's new or whatever?" Let's there's new ownership. Yeah, I know you and uh, PGA Pro Tim Freeze. And uh, some others here have gotten together. You purchased the golf course over well, the winter. Well, Tim Freeze purchased it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and not some others. Yeah, and um, but um, yeah, and we've done some uh, we've done some nice things. I think we've opened up the golf course. We've uh, we're putting some more attention to the greens. We're uh, we're trying to get it back to the original Robert Trent Jones design. Um, we brought in a new food purveyor, uh, Bacchus Restaurant. Uh, my brother Brian Minas is running the food and beverage. I know he got some rave reviews about his food last night during the uh, the Cradle Beach outing, and we brought in a bunch of new staff so we're just trying to create an attitude where you know it's a, it's we all come from country club backgrounds tim and i and, and we're used to giving a country club experience and we've got a beautiful facility we got a great driving range a big grass tee we've got a lot a lot of very positive things and we're just you know we think golf is fun and we, we want people to come out and have fun and, and enjoy a great experience your what, brother could just bring the leftovers from bacchus and, oh yeah and people be like wow that this would is be great. amazing <laughs> what i think when you go to when you go to play golf at a country club i think what I think you notice right away is how the putting green area, the practice areas, yeah. the chipping areas are so nice. But you have that here already, which is great. Yes. Like, that's a big start for you. You don't have to create that. No, and, and yeah, the the grounds crew does a nice job. And um, all we do, we have a lot of rounds of golf. I mean, we're, we, on a Tuesday, Wednesday, we'll get 250 golfers through here in a day. So wow. our goal is to maintain a, a level of play so everyone can enjoy the golf course. It is a public facility. It's a little different. We don't have memberships. It's just a daily fee. Um, but we want, you know, hey, I've been a golfer my whole life. I want a nice place to play. I think we got a nice place to play here. Absolutely. Uh, before we go to break, did you see the story about the Boston firefighter that cool. made the cut? Right yes. there? Yeah. Parzarelli is that yeah. his name. Matt Parzarelli needed a birdie on the 18th hole to make the cut, and it looked like it was going to sit on the edge, and then it it dropped in like on the left on the right side, and uh, and made it. And uh, he even had commented, he goes, "It was great." to get ovations from New Yorkers. He goes, a, Bo- a Boston guy doesn't get cheered in New York very often, but he made it, and uh, congratulations to him. He qualified, but his job is that he's a firefighter in the Boston area. That's cool. He, he was he a pro. He was a pro. He yeah. got his amateur status back. back. That's yeah. right. You yeah. saw that story. Yeah. yeah. And that he didn't react. I thought, I mean, if that was me making that putt to pink the cut, I'd have, he, I'd have been, there'd have been a good six inches between my heels well, and the ground. Yeah. You got to, you know, I'm, I'm sure, you know, after – you know, he put out his first fire. He might have 
been high fiving, but after the second one, you act like you've been there before, yeah, right? That's so true. maybe yeah. he just uh, drew back on that. Yeah, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Be cool about it. Yeah, no doubt. That's How did Garrett guess. Rank do, by the way, the NHL official? Uh, heard. I will. Let's see if I can get that for you here. I mean, you got to go right. deep, deep down. That's one of the cool things about this is all the stories of the people that end up qualifying. Uh, plus 18, missed the cut. All right, so, yeah, well. But look at, I mean. There are probably some NHL players not rooting for him. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe they want to, oh, well, season's over. That's right. Right, yeah. yeah. Well, look, they want him gone. He, he had the same score as Martin Keimer, who's a U.S. Open champion. The two-time major winner. That's yes, right. Martin Keimer, PGA and U.S. Open. So L is a two-time open winner, the same score. I mean, John Rahm shot 15 over. He's, yeah. he, you know, I mean, he's he's uh, Rom- Garcia 14 over. I mean, so that yeah. 18 over score is not an, it's, you know, you think, well, oh, plus 18 over. I, I, I think mean, it's important. Scores I think it's important to note those players after day one were not playing conservatively in day two because they're trying to make the cut. And you can't play right. conservatively if different you had decisions. a terrible first day. Right. So they're making different decisions on the golf course, especially coming down the stretch where they're trying to make something happen, and that's where some big numbers come into play, too. And, and I think most of these guys, like, he, he's going into the event probably realizing he's not going to make the cut. So right. he's just going to yeah. enjoy his two days and play as hard as he can and, and take you know enjoy every moment out there and savor every shot. Um, it's just got to be a wonderful experience, you know, especially going through the qualifying ranks to get in there. It's, just a, it's, what, it's what's one of the really, really cool things about the U.S. Open. Congratulations to our winner who gets the foursome to Glen Oak, Eric Ryder of Blaisdell. So, Eric, when uh, when you get here, you can say hello to Mr. Metis here. and Yeah, I'll contact you can him. Make sure you thank him. Yeah. I'll Jeff's contact idea. him this week, and we'll, uh, we'll set up a tea time for him. Awesome. Yeah, you can't just show up, Eric. No, yeah, you got, yeah, you got to have a tea <laughs> well, yeah, time. Well, yeah, make sure you set that up in <laughs> yes. advance. But uh, congratulations, Eric Ryder of Blaisdell, our winner. Uh, we've got more giveaways coming up. We're going to give away a spot in the Duster Challenge. Yes. We're also going to uh, give away a session at Woods to Wedges yes. inside the Worldly Golf Dome. Kevin, you approve of both of those? I like I do. that yes. as well. Should we ask the people? No, I'm kidding. Yes, we're good. That's right. <laughs> also, don't forget, uh, it's too late now for the U.S. Open, but we had another good response in our Batavia Downs Majors contest. We had a lot of people sign up for that. You pick three golfers. And if you pick the best amongst the entries, you win a, an amazing prize pack from Batavia Downs. It includes a night at a hotel, a restaurant, gift card, and free play money as well. And uh, I've been tweeting that out. So make sure you follow me on Twitter at BrianWGR. We'll be doing it again. It's a quicker turnaround for the next major. That's right. Less than a month uh, before the... The Open Championship. And I think we'll sweeten the pot for the Open Championship. You get to uh, um, jockey a horse at the racetrack. <laughs> That's right. Too. We can add that in. That uh-huh. horse is going nowhere with me on its back, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. So make sure you sign up for that for our next contest. But uh, for all of you that are in this U.S. Opens contest, uh, you've, hopefully you, you, get, you will have gotten an email back that said that you're registered. Uh, keep rooting on your players, and then I'll have the results uh, on my Twitter feed at Brian WGR. So we're going to have a night at Batavia out. Downs in August, right? We are. We're, we're going to go for. Uh, we're going to be at Stafford. We're going to be at Stafford yeah. on a Saturday morning. So we're going to go up on a Friday evening. We'll let everybody know. You guys can join us there. That'll be a fun night uh, at Batavia Downs. No doubt. Uh, when we come back, I've got some some interesting stats from the U.S. Open from this week. I'll kind of go. We're rapid. not doing analytics, are I'll we? I'll go rapid fire at you. No, not an- it's it's just. Pure numbers here. You you guys can comment whether you, okay. you like him, you don't like him, you think it'll be a factor. Got some good U.S. Open stats uh, when we return here as Tita Green is live at Glen Oak in Amherst along with PGA Pro Jeff Metis, Kevin Sylvester. I'm Brian Colgill. Hope you're enjoying our extra hour right here on Tita Green as we take a timeout. Back with more in a moment right here on WGR.
nice start. Hit some really good shots early in the round, and then a little bit of rain came in, and golf ball wasn't going very far. The course played very tough. You know, I think we played six or seven holes in it. It was, it was playing really difficult, but you know, kind of hung in there and you know made some good saves for sure, and uh, kind of kept the round going. And then obviously it cleared up, and for our last five or six holes, and it was nice. Leader Dustin Johnson at the U.S. Open. He has a four-shot lead on Scott Piercy and Charlie Hoffman, and then a, a large group at plus one that he has a five-stroke stroke advantage over. DJ teeing off today. At 310, he'll play with Piercy. That'll be one of our stats here that we're going to get to as we welcome you back here to Glen Oak on TD Green. Brian Colziel, Kevin Sylvester, PGA Pro, Jeff Metis. 310. You know, it's a five-hour, five-and-a-half-hour round. Right? You can be finishing yeah. at 9 o'clock. It's all about TV, Kev. You know well, I know, I know. I'm just, that's right. but that's fascinating. That's right. You <laughs> heard there, time for a check of the PGA Champions Tour report. Uh, brought to you by Absolute Care, Affordable Adult Assisted Living. Our no official Champions Tour event this week because of the U.S. Open, uh, but we're going to focus on one of the Champions Tour players, and that is Steve Stricker. He made the cut at plus eight. Whatever. Right on the line. Right yep. on the line. Why are we telling you this? Well, for Stricker, who's 51, he does play quite a bit on the Champions Tour now. It's won twice this year on the Champions Tour. It's the 27th straight cut that he has made in a major. The wow. last time he missed a cut was 2009 in a major, and that's on the PGA Tour wow. events. So Stricker, we all know he's known for his putting. Just, again, he's not going to win this week, but kudos to him. How about I, being that good that long over 27, you know, 27 major? He didn't have one you, one bad day because you have one bad day, you're missing you're done, the cut. Yeah, well, you have one bad Thursday, and you're, you're yeah, that is really, really, I, I didn't know that about him. He that, really didn't become a prominent player. Until 30s. his late 30s. Late 30s, right? I mean, he had that nice run, and then yeah. he went to become a part-time player to be yeah, with his been, kids. And He's been a part-time player for several years now. Yes. So he knows how to manage. Obviously, he's a very smart player. Um, he's not the most physically gifted guy out there, but he, he manages his way around the golf course. Yeah. Probably has, obviously, his game set up nicely for majors. That's right. More stats here coming up on the U.S. Open uh, in just a moment. And uh, this segment, a giveaway from Woods to Wedges. But on the line with us. From California, the new owner here of Glen Oak is PGA Pro Tim Fries. Tim, uh, I know you're out in California for a golf event. If you can putt like Steve Stricker, you might have a chance to do well. Holy cow, that that guy, inspiration, right? He's he's playing with the uh, flat bellies out there. He continues to be competitive uh, and putting. You're right, putting keeps him in there. He's pretty pretty straight. He's not that long, but man, putting keeps him in there. If I could do that out here, that'd be great. Now, Tim, you're out there competing in the National Club Professionals Championship out in the Monterey Peninsula in California, where you had success last time you were there, right? Yes. Uh, I was fortunate enough to be here in 2012. Uh, they play the back tees from that one, and the, the top 20 players from this championship actually play in this year's PJ Championship. So 2012, I had a shot at doing that. And 2016, came out here, and we actually moved up a tee for the for the seniors, uh, that was a lot of fun. Had some success and could actually uh, drive it in places where, uh, you know, he had a shorter club in, you know, drive it over some bunkers. So I had some good success there. And looking forward to it again, but I do have to go back to the uh, to the other tees. But, again, Stricker finds a way to do it, still playing with the, with the young guys, and I'll try to do that uh, over the next couple of days. I'm impressed you're up at 530 in the morning. You room. know, when you go to the West Coast uh, – yeah. Everything's earlier <laughs> there, right? When you right? travel a little bit, uh, you just kind of wake up anyway. But uh, this is great. Thanks. 
Yeah, I always find I always find when I go out there, I, I'm out there long enough to get used to it, and then you come back and get slapped in the face, you know, with the uh, the time change again. <laughs> uh, wh- which course are you guys playing out there? This is called uh, Bayonet and Black Horse. Uh, there are two regiments from uh, uh, World War One, I, I think it is, and the generals made some golf courses up here. They, it's the old property of Fort Ord. They shipped the, a lot of Marines off uh, to World War Two on this property. Now it's on the hill, and you can overlook. Uh, Monterey and Carmel, so Pebble Beach, Spyglass, Cypress, they're all just off in the distance, maybe 10, 15 minutes away. Uh, great property. Right now we're, we're having a, you know, just kind of a misty type of week. It's supposed to clear up a little bit, but it's a little cold and damp. And out here you're at sea level. The ball just, like in West New York, are about six, 700 feet. Out here it's about 300 yards longer, the whole golf course. It plays that way just because you're right at sea level. And it's, uh, it's quite a challenge, but a beautiful part of the country, absolutely stunning. Yeah, I've been to uh, Pebble there. You've been to Pebble. But uh, one of the cool courses, I was mentioning to uh, these guys uh, during the break, uh, Monterey Peninsula uh, Golf Club, it's just over there not far from Pebble, and really all of them. I mean, it's just a unique area of the country and just some great golf. Just just great golf. Everybody loves loves the sport out here. This is a, uh, a daily fee like Glen Oak facility, 36 holes, uh, both the golf courses, pretty long. They're at 7,000. 7,000 yards, we're playing it just a little over that, actually. Uh, and a ball being, we call it heavy air, right? Um, but people love playing out here. They're, they're packed all the time. It's quite a challenge. A lot of a lot of bunkering, a lot of undulations. The greens have a lot of undulations on them. Uh, you know, we're watching TV here with, with the U.S. Open, and, and the, the touch and the putting out here, the greens are rolling maybe about, maybe about 10 and a half, 11. So it's not as slick as you see at the U.S. Open, but it is a challenge from, uh, from a lot of undulation. Tim Freeze, the owner of Glen Oak, on the line with us. He's out in California, representing the Western New York PGA, as, right. as he always does well. As he does quite frequently. That's yes. right. It's Tim. Rob Krajewski, White, Dwayne Randall, yourself, and who's the fourth? Uh, from Oak Hill, Jeff Rosetta. So four of us are okay. out here uh, competing. There's 312 golf professionals around the country that have qualified to be in this, and they make a cut. We play Sunday, Monday. They make a cut down to the low 90. And then the final day, they cut it down to low 70. They compete for 20 spots. It's on primetime on Golf Channel. Uh, pretty cool uh, that they put this on for us. I think it's like 7, seven to 10, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, something like that. But uh, that might even highlight one of our, our veterans in one of our programs, Eddie Andino, who's been playing uh, some golf lately. And, and Jeff and I have been uh, fortunate enough to help some of these veterans out of the VA hospital. And they just might do a little story on Eddie uh, this week. Kind of cool. That's Eddie awesome. played in the uh, in the event yesterday here, Tim. As that's a guest it, of, Jeff. Uh, thanks, yes, sir. that's right. Th- thanks for watching the store. And Eddie got into the event, Jeff. Uh, did a fabulous job. Got kudos, and, and it looked like they really enjoyed themselves. The veterans. Excellent. It was a wonderful day, Tim. We uh, we were talking earlier. Jeff's been talking about some of the excitement of some of the things that you guys are doing here with the course. And uh, I know from your perspective, every day you've got you're the idea man. I know yeah. you've got lots of exciting things that you're thinking about here uh for those that maybe haven't made it out to glen oak yet this year and uh and will soon just what are what are some of the new and exciting things that you have going on for everybody here this year i i certainly drive a few pe- people nuts uh, including jeff jeff's my sounding board and he'll look at me and make a face and i know that's not a good idea uh, <laughs> <laughs> together uh um you know just a lot of things that, that if someone comes off glen oak and the next couple of years, and says that's one of the best rounds I played all summer. That that's a good goal for us. Um, so we're trying to we're cutting the rough down a little bit. We worked a lot on tree work, a tree management program, trying to create what Robert Trent Jones originally intended for the golf course: big tees, big greens, big fairways, and make uh, make it very playable. Uh, we are creating um, 
a lot of neat runoff areas. Jeff and I have played all over the country and, and in fact, internationally. And, and it plays faster when you can have runoff areas instead of high rough and, and chipping around greens. We'll do, we'll do a lot of that for the golf course, creating probably some new championship tees, move it back a little bit for some of the, the challenges for the new equipment, new balls, new clubs. So we'll make it a little longer for the, for the, uh, for the better players. And chipping areas, actually runoff areas, make it more challenging for a better player. But then again, it makes it a little easier that you can keep a ball on the ground and run it. We've got a lot of that out here at, uh, in California where if you're off the green by 10, 20 yards, you can use a hybrid. You could use a putter. Um, you can kind of chip it up. It, it's your, at your perusal, let's say. So we're creating areas. We just started doing that around the putting green. So when people come out to Glen Oak, they'll see the same golf course but a little more open. Uh, from a tree perspective, and uh, a lot more options around greens. We're, we've got a roller, a speed roller coming. Looks like in the next week or two we'll start working on the greens and some top dressing, so the conditions of the greens are going to improve, obviously. So the crew is doing a great job, and, and we do have a lot of ideas, and we're going to keep going with those. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah, well, every year it gets a little better. Every week it gets a little better, actually. Right. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you having us here today. We, uh, we're, we're sad that we're not seeing you, Tim, but we know you've got your, your golfing duties out in California, so good luck with that. And uh, we'll get to watch maybe Dustin Johnson win on uh, TV, and then maybe we'll get to see you on TV as well. So yeah, watch you win. This that'll week. be fun. Yeah, we'll watch you win. You, do you think uh, Dustin's got it? Uh, I assume you're you're loving the way he's playing so far from what you've seen. Well, when you watch a player like that and play in the sport, we've all played that he's in control of of his game. He's in control of his trajectories and and his uh, his distance controls. He's control of of where he's putting the ball. That's that's. When you have that power that he's got and you're starting to control your distances, your trajectories, your heights, your, your putting distances, ah, that's, that's tough to beat. So something catastrophic almost has to happen. And Dustin, um, he's not a stranger to, to things that happen to you during a round. We all play the game, and you see what happens to the best players in the world. I watched uh, Phil Mickelson hit a chip shot, a pretty straightforward chip shot. It was on the first day, and all of a sudden he's 15 paces to the right of the target that he had, and he's looking – you know, this, he's got this face like, what the heck happened? If the best players in the world are challenged like that, um, the rest of us mortals, we'd, have, we'd struggle. How, what would we shoot if we went out and played there? Um, these courses that I'm playing out here, they're just not like that. Uh, they're not as challenged. The greens aren't as fast. But I tell you what, when you get in a tournament, the red light goes on and they announce your name, it's fun. You have to control certain <laughs> things. One is your, uh, you know, your, you know, let's say your breathing, your, your pre-shot routines. I work really hard on pre-shot routines. Watch Dustin Johnson. He does the same thing over and over, and he doesn't miss. Yep. Tim, thanks so much for uh, having us here today at Glen Oak. We love what uh, has gone on so far and what's upcoming. So we good luck today with or good luck this weekend with your upcoming event, and we'll see you soon. Pretty cool for him. Well, thanks, out there, uh, Jeff. Frank, Kevin, uh, Jeff. Thanks for coming out to Glen Oak, and again, we hope to see a lot of folks out there playing. But thanks for what you do on the radio show, and obviously for the Western New York PGA. Yeah, and thanks for the nice gift package you gave Brian and I. We appreciate that. That's right. Happy Father's Day, Tim. <laughs> you might notice a few things missing from yeah. the pro shop, Tim. No. I thought I had a bunch of hats. Where'd they go? <laughs> yeah. Thanks, thanks, Tim. Real cool for Tim. He's out there competing again on a national level. He's got his daughter caddying for him out in California. Cool. That, that's yeah. what makes golf cool, right? That's right. And for you English teachers, Brian and me, I understand that. Right. Uh, by the way, your phone just went off. It's I Tim know. saying, what did you give him? No, I, I know. Didn't. Here's a cool. Uh, listen, cool new logo, new stuff. If you come to Glen Oak, check it out. Yeah, Tim, right. yeah, Tim created that logo. We're uh, we're gonna give do a giveaway here from Woods to Wedges in just one moment. A uh, couple more stats here on Dustin Johnson. He's the fifth player in the last 100 years 
to lead the U.S. Open by four or more at the halfway point. The previous four all won, and by a combined total of 40 shots. So they ran away with it. So wow. It's so trending Who in that were the direction. previous four? I'm going to guess Tiger. Uh, well, Tiger at Pebble would be one. Yes. Okay. Um, the other one, recently, it was DJ at Oakmont. Mm-hmm. He led by four. And here's my other stat. You ready for this? Johnson in 2016 at Oakmont was at minus four that week as well through two rounds, ended up playing the third round with Piercy, who he will today as well. Wow. Also minus four this week through two rounds, going to play the third round with Piercy. Uh, I don't have the other ones. We're just, guess- we're just guessing here, right? Woods, DJ, anybody else? Who can we think of that would have been running away with it? I'm going to have to go with Nicholas back in the day, somewhere along the way. He's had to. Yeah. He's done everything. Yeah. Uh, here's one more about making it seem as though maybe. I'm going to say it wasn't already. Lee Jansen. No. Who's won twice, by the way. That's right. Two-time major winner nobody talks about, Lee Jansen. Lee Jansen, that's right. Curtis Strange, maybe, during his back-to-back? Would he have done it once? I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah. That's right, 88-89. Here's a, uh, a Tiger-Phil stat for you. Tiger and Phil have the same number of top ten finishes in majors, 38 each. Tiger obviously has more wins, 14, to Phil's five, but they have the same number of top ten. So essentially the, quote, chance to win – They've had the right. equal number of chances to win. Part of the reason Mickelson doesn't have more is some of those were, were Tiger wins. Well, you know, you mentioned Nicholas. One of the tremendous stats in all of golf, well, not just his the majors. Runner up, the runner-ups. The runner-ups in majors, oh, yeah. right? I mean, it's it's astonishing, isn't it? Like, it's in the 20s. Isn't yeah. it? Or maybe 30. It's incredible how many times he didn't win and, you know, finished second. It's incredible. Yeah, you want to – he talked about it. You give yourself a chance to win. It doesn't always work out. You can right. play your best, and someone plays better than you That's sometimes. Right. Yeah, you want to be in the mix. Yep. Put yourself in that with a chance to win. Like Tim out there in California, you want to feel nervous over golf shots. That means you're doing something cool. That's right. Yep. Final stat here, one more on Mickelson. We always think about Mickelson at the U.S. Open, his chances where he's come so close. He's been the runner-up so often. And a lot of times we think about, oh, he's, if he just wouldn't have taken out driver at Wingfoot or sprayed it in here, we always think about him hacking out a big rough or whatever. Total opposite this week. Mickelson's hit the most fairways of any golfer, 26 of 28. Both holes that he's missed, or both uh, times that he missed, came at the third hole, both rounds. He missed it on the third. He's hit 26 of 28. So for Phil, he's probably got to be thinking that's unbelievable. Like off the tee, he's got to right. be thinking, "Geez, I, maybe I should be even better than where I, he made the cut." But he's got to be thinking, "God, I should have a chance to win here." He's and got the most fairways hit, twenty six. And, and with his short game, these runoff fairies, you I also know, figure right, right. It sets up for Phil. The approaches have just not been there for him. If they mm. if they had been even just if he's had his B game for approaches, he'd probably be in contention right now. That's because the that's fairway, twenty six of twenty eight. Impressive stat. Holy, co- and those fairways are narrow and tight, and the wind's blowing. That's that's impressive. Yep. Uh, before we go to break here, Kev, let's do another Father's Day giveaway to Woods to Wedges. Yeah, you get a, a TrackMan session at Woods to Wedges. You get your clubs tuned up there, so you know your number. Brian's going over these numbers. This is knowing your numbers uh, in golf and on the the TrackMan, and it, you, you get in the private studio there. It's a great place. Uh, to get that done, and if you're really serious about your game, want to improve your game, um, you got to you got to get on the track, man, and get a session at Woods to Wedges there. So we'll we'll give that away to uh, the we'll eighth it. caller, eighth caller. Make Derek, them work for it, Derek. Eight this time, the eighth caller. Eight. Derek's like, guys, I 
Yeah, Derek, <laughs> Derek, Derek hates fa- the Father's Day show because we make him work a little extra harder. Not just right. because it's a two, you know, two hour uh, show because of the U.S. Open, but you know the giveaways. But listen, it's he also about it's gets about his the breakfast for me tonight. Yeah, so that's right. Where I'm supposed to get too. food, so I don't <laughs> get that chance. Listen, you're in radio, son. The vending vendi machine is a viable option every day for a meal. Okay, it is so, always every day for me. Yeah. That's right. That's I want right. to avoid There's it. Always old pizza boxes there. Right. Yes, mornings. the leftover pizza. From Pizza Friday's got to yeah. be in there. You know, like it's like couch pizza in college, right? Who hasn't had that? That's right. So. Eighth caller, eight zero three zero five fifty, Trackman session at Woods to Wedges inside the Worley Golf Dome. Admit it, every one of you, right? Each of us here is, you know, I've never college. You've woken up in like the old pizza box. Yep. You ate it. Not from the couch. If it was on the well, couch, I did. Well, the box well, is on the, the box. box is on the couch. That's, That's right. uh, you know. Wherever the box is located. How many? Uh, how many here? You, you can just nod. You don't have to raise your hand. Have taken something off one of the room service trays in a hallway late at night at a hotel. I have never done that. I I, I'm not not. Brian's like Brian's I, not saying. I don't think I have. That would be weird. But yeah, if you do that, Kev, that's fine. I did no. I, I said <laughs> have done in your lifetime. Have done in your lifetime. Okay, you're, you're sharing a little too much. Kev. All right, time out. Oh, come on. I'm not the only one out there. Another giveaway. And I know professional athletes have coming done up. it. I've witnessed it. All right, it. Kevin and Jeff, we got to get to break. We've got a Duster Challenge giveaway coming up, and more info on that. And uh, we'll see if we need to adjust our U.S. Open picks when we return. You totally after this. have, Metis. You totally on have. On T D Green with. <laughs> Kevin Sylvester, PGH Pro, Jeff Metis. I'm turning their mics off. I'm Brian Colziel, live at Glen Oak here in Amherst on WGR. Eight fifty two, welcome back to Glen Oak Golf Course here in Amherst. Along with Kevin Sylvester and PGA Pro, Jeff Metis. I'm Brian Colziel. Hope you're enjoying our second hour, U.S. Open Week. We go two hours for the majors, and uh, we're back here on TD Green, presented by the Western New York PGA, Woods to Wedges, Michelob Ultra, Custom Turf, and our home clubs, Fox Valley, Tantera, and Briarwood. If you've missed any of our show so far, shame on you here. Two hours, you should yeah. be up and listening already. Losers. We'll have it all up <laughs> on our on-demand audio section, WGR550.com. That's right. Uh, congratulations. Uh, hour one is already up. There you go. Online. Thank you, Derek. Back in our studios for getting that man, done. Derek, Derek Kramer is, is the man. Whew. Derek just uh, player of the game today. Got Derek us our Kramer. winner of a Woods to Wedges. Excuse me, Woods to Wedges Trackman session. Uh, Pat Kerrigan from Orchard Park. Pat, congratulations. Oh, Pat's a nice player. He uh, will be uh, going to Woods to Wedges. Uh, and before we go, it's Father's Day weekend. We do it every year on, Wood- on uh, TD Green. We do lots of giveaways. We're going to do another one right here for our Duster Putting Challenge. It's Friday, August 3rd at Fox Valley Club in Lancaster. Duster 5 p.m. 5 p.m. It's an evening event. DusterChallenge.com. Uh, before we give it away, Kev, just for those that maybe don't know about it, just uh, can you give us a 30-second summary of what the night entails? This is uh, Bring Your Putter. And uh, we'll, we'll give you it. the golf ball. That's all you got to bring. We'll give you the golf ball from Encore Golf, and it's an eight. We put eighteen holes on the putting green. 
all right, right in front of the clubhouse there. And the event takes place all around that putting green right there. We'll feed you. We'll give you beverages. And you'll putt 18 holes, and then the top 16 scores do match play for nine holes till we define the Western New York's best putter. That's right. And it all benefits the Western New York uh, Reach Foundation through the Western New York PGA uh, to help our veterans with PTSD. So if you, if, play you, golf. If, if you make it into uh, the match play round, you'll probably be under the lights. We've got a DJ yes. with music. Yeah, and, we have fun. yeah, we got you know sick what? beats going on during the event, you know. And you know what's priceless? Worth more than any fee you and I commentating throughout. That's correct. That's, that's right. <laughs> that's fun. I people, fun. No people say it, hey, they, they love fun. that part of it. Uh, we do that for the playoffs. That's uh, why you're there, Jeff. Dusterchallenge.com. <laughs> I'm the rules official. That's yes. right. <laughs> Dusterchallenge.com is where you register and sign up and it's a great time, it really is. And if you're our what number you want to go with here? Take it easy on Derek. That's right. Should we go third this time? Let's make it easy. Thirty eighth. <laughs> if you're, we'll go. We'll make it easy for Derek here. If you're our third what, caller this what, time, what Jeff doesn't know, you actually have to physically answer. Pick, you know, you're yes, one. You're two. You're, you're three. three. No, I, I remember. I remember one time Tom Barley did this to me back when I first started in the business. Uh, that's how old both Tom and I are. Um, but he's older. And <laughs> he did like, oh, let's do the 55th caller. I looked at him like, you jerk. <laughs> I got to go on. Geez. All right, third <laughs> caller, 803-0550. Derek will get your information. Uh, you will be in for free. You get a free uh, registration for the Duster Challenge. So it's a, it's a good date night. Derek will get your info. It's a great date night, it absolutely. Is. Third caller, 803-0550. Free spot in the Duster Challenge. We'll, uh, we'll try to get that name and winner off here before we go. Okay, we've got about two minutes left here from Glen Oak. Final thoughts in the U.S. Open. Congratulations to us. Of course, you come to us for a golf expertise. All three of our picks made the cut. Uh, I knew picking Mickelson last week. Yes, congratulations for us on that. I knew picking Mickelson last week was kind of an outlier, but I kind of like to pick that stat about him in fairways. I love. Um, he's plus six. I don't think he's going to win. Um, I'll uh, I'll stick with my pick, but if I'm going to change it, which I'm I'm actually doing right now. I think Brooke, Brooke, I'm going to stick with it, but I'm right. going to change it. Brooks Kepka looked hot in the last nine yesterday. You're talking about physically, his appearance, uh, or are you talking As you said, he's a handsome individual He is a handsome, well-put-together well individual. But he was putting lights out. He was, he was a, his approach shots were lights out. If someone's going to catch DJ uh, from the group, I'm going to go with Kepka. You went with Justin Rose, Kevin. Sticking Kudos with Justin with that. Rose. I assume yep. you're sticking with that. Yep. And, Jeff, you went with Ricky Fowler. He's plus two. I think you uh, you got to stick with no, that, right? i got to stick with Ricky. Yeah, and, and I'm rooting for him. That's that's part of why. I, I will be him. rooting for him as well. Yeah. By the way, we should stop betting the ponies, and we should start betting our major picks. We, we've, right. had, we've had some success. Somebody's right. Not with the ponies. We have with the, uh, yeah, with with the, the major picks. picks. Yeah. Yes. Picking, picking Dustin Johnson would have been, is too easy last week. You see, we try to go outside the box. Well, yes. Give you an outsider's or a an insider's look at an outside pick. Anybody could pick DJ. That's right. You right. know, to win. You got like I did pick Tiger for ten years in a row. That's true. Correct. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> right. No doubt. All okay. right. Well, let's finish with Kenny. Kenny is he going to get caught here? He's four up. The stats, as we went over, would say no. He's not going to get caught. If you visually just watch him playing, you'd probably say, "Well, I don't know if he's slipping up." So, so is there a, is there a, amongst DJ Piercy, Hoffman, Fleetwood, Poulter, Stenson, Rose, Kepka, Fowler? Can, can any of those guys go out and shoot sixty six today? And no, make it interesting. Not on in that golf course. I, no. I think I, which means DJ has to come back. I think you know it's one swing, and you can come back to that field. And I think one of these guys shoots sixty eight, sixty seven. You know, get two, three under. Yep. I, I think that's certainly doable. And if he shoots a, a mediocre round for him, around even par, one or two over, which isn't bad. Then I think we got an event. If he goes out and shoots sixty-eight or something today, it's it's night night. Yeah, I, you know I I could totally see him shooting two hundred today, sixty-eight, and uh, 
One bad Being move. Six under, yeah. One bad move out there, and you can you can make a double or. I think he and Kepka will be in the final group tomorrow, and I think Stenson and Rose play again tomorrow in the penultimate group, and that'll be cool. That will be good. I just like that word penultimate. Yes, the I mean, penultimate group. That is nice that you got that in. Hey, our duster winner, congratulations, Michael Broad from West Seneca. We'll see you at the duster on August third. Right. Dusterchallenge.com. Uh, be uh, before we go, let's thank everybody here at Glen Oak, Jeff. You uh, you rolled out the red carpet for me this morning. You you greeted me at my vehicle, so well, thank you for I'm that. I'm so excited to see you. That's right, he would have yeah. greeted me had I been here on time. <laughs> That's true. That's but true. I'm never here. I'm never on time. So you're always you're always here though on time. For Guys, air. you're lucky I was here today. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> we feel lucky. That's right. <laughs> for all of you watching on uh, the T degree T degree Facebook page, you saw a lot of my shoulder. That's right. Yes, you saw a lot of Jeff's shoulder. did. Yes, and uh, it was a cold shoulder. That's right. <laughs> This is the warm side. That's right. Happy Father's Day, fellas. Happy Father's Day, everybody. Happy yeah, Father's Day, Kevin. Fathers. Happy Father's Day, Jeff. Best dad, day happy Father's Day. I'm playing with my dad tomorrow. Good for you. So I'm excited about that. I'm going to cook some I. steak for my dad and have some beers at the pool right. tomorrow. Steak, watch the golf, play some golf, enjoy. Is it the best day of the year? It is. It might be. It might be. No doubt about it. The weather's great. Father's Day, golf, perfect. Absolutely. Derek Kramer, thank you for all your work back in our studios today. Thanks to our guest, Steve Beatty from Custom Turf. Thanks to Tim Freeze, the owner here at Glen Oak, for joining us from California. And for Kevin Sylvester, PGA Pro Jeff Mitas. I'm Brian Colziel. T to Green. Hope you enjoyed our two-hour Father's Day U.S. Open weekend show. We'll talk to you next week as we get you ready for the International Junior Masters event. We'll be at East Aurora Country Club right here on T to Green on WGR. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.